Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Svedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Hey everybody, this is Marnie Swedberg. Welcome to another edition of Marnie's Friends. And today we're going to be doing some marketing training with our guest Kim Avery of KimAveryCoaching.com. The title of today's program is How to Create an Irresistible Free Offer. And during the next hour, you're going to discover the incredible benefits of having an irresistible free offer, why free is more powerful than you think, the five key components of an irresistible free offer, the five steps for creating your offer, how to promote your irresistible free offer, and two ways to follow up for maximum results. Our guest today is Kim Avery. She's a professional certified coach who specializes in helping Christian coaches build their businesses so they can change the world. Welcome to you, Kim. Thank you, Marnie. I'm so glad to be here today. Well, and it's great to have you. I'm so excited to be talking about free offers on websites because this has been yeah, something that's been important for websites for a long time, it still remains important. But a lot of times people are just kind of guessing around at what they should do for their free offer. And so I'm really excited to have the opportunity to directly address this and to help provide some clear uh, step-by-step instructions for people who want to have an irresistible free offer or maybe whose free offer really isn't working. So maybe let's start with you. So you are a professional certified coach and you're helping other coaches build their businesses. So how did you become a certified coach? What what made you want to go that direction? Yeah, so I'm actually a licensed therapist here in Florida and grew up doing, well, didn't grow up, but I, my adult life, I grew up doing counseling. But about 10 years ago, discovered the wonderful world of coaching um, and got addicted to that, just being able to help people with forward movement yeah. in their life. But here's the tricky part. I noticed that as a coach trainer, I train at several different coach training institutes. Um, We turn out amazing Christian coaches. They're so qualified, and they can help so many people, but they don't know how to market. And so the world does not know they're there, and thus nobody's really benefiting from their services. So since I kind of have this crazy streak of me that just loves marketing and think it's the most fun thing ever, I uh, have tried to step into that gap and help them with that. That's awesome. Right, because most people don't just get up every day thinking, oh, good, I get to market myself or my business or my speaking ministry or whatever today. So I think for a lot of people, someone like you would be a breath of fresh air in an otherwise kind of dry, thirsty land. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and talk about some of the benefits of having an irresistible free offer. Yeah, so as you said, so many people have their own websites these days. So authors, speakers, coaches, counselors, really people with products and with service-based businesses. But most of us did not grow up using the Internet. There don't seem to be any classes on how to use the Internet well and the online world well on etiquette or what to do. And so a lot of people are just out there kind of faking it, just trying to do the best they can. But unfortunately, they miss some key things. One is that really even though our medium with websites and social media is online, the heart of relationship building and sales remains the same. 
people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And so it's not about selling people things. It's about building relationships. And so they can see the value you offer. So that's one big benefit of having a free offer. The other is that building relationships in the real world and in the online world takes time. And the odds are somebody's going to visit your website once and then maybe never come back. So how are you going to stay in touch long enough to build that relationship? Well, a free offer is kind of part of a marketing funnel in that people will give you their name and their email address um, in exchange for this wonderful irresistible free offer we're about to learn how to build. And at the same time, they're giving you permission to just stay in touch. So month after month, as you put out your newsletter or whatever, you can continue to add value to their lives. Thus, whether they need your services this week or four years from now, they'll remember who you are, what you offer, and they'll have a really good memory of you and the kind of quality you provide. Mm. So it really provides a lasting a lasting impression um, because it keeps being repeated. <laughs> Right, because we, it's, it's almost like now we know we have permission to knock on the front door and say, hey, it's me again, would you like to chat? Whereas if we don't have that irresistible free offer to get them to sign up for our newsletter list, it's one and done. And the odds of us selling them on our product or services the first time they meet us are really not good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think that for people who haven't ever used an irresistible free offer or any kind of free offer at all, you're thinking, well, you know, what would I have to um, have in place in order to take advantage of the emails that I got? And we're going to talk about that a little bit as we go forward. Other than other than being able to have this ongoing relationship with permission from the person who asked for the free offer, are there other benefits that you wanted to mention here about having one? Uh, well, I'm actually going to talk about those in, in just a few minutes when we get to some of the components. So maybe I'll just save those as a teaser right now and, and come back to that in a few minutes. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. So let's talk about free versus, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us are aware now that things are shifting and have really shifted um, to needing to have something for free that's of great value, actually, on our site. We can't just give away something um maybe like we used to give away just an article. <laughs> but now now it really needs to be something that they would be typically paying for, doesn't it? It it really does. And and I'll tell you about the the power of free. I'm I'm kind of a research gal. I I know I have strong feelings sometimes about maybe this will work and maybe that will work, but I'm a big believer in in going and and doing the research or finding someone else who's done the research to make sure I'm on the right track. And there's a fascinating study out there that was done by Dan Ariely on the power of free, which I'd love to share with you. And the good news is it involves chocolate. So, so hopefully you'll like this example there we as go. much as I do. <laughs> and so Dan Ariely is a professor of behavioral economics at Duke University. And what he gets to do is really study why people do the kind of the quirky, strange things we do, and he gets paid to do that. And so he set himself to trying to understand what was important about free. And to do this, he, he did this simple, very simple experiment, and he set up his folding table in the MIT cafeteria, and on his table, he had two kinds of chocolate. He had Lindor Lint chocolate truffles. Have you ever had one of those, Marnie? Yes, absolutely. They just melt in your mouth, right? Very good, yep. very good. Yep. And, and the <laughs> other bucket, he had Candy Kiss, Hershey's Kisses, which are good in and of themselves. 
So each person who came by was allowed to buy only one or the other, and the truffles were priced at 15 cents, and the kisses sold for a penny. Um, and that just makes sense because I, the truffles, you know, taste better, I think, and, and have a higher quality. Um, and so that made sense. And here's what happened. 73% of the people who came by bought the truffle for 15 cents, and about 27% had a Hershey kiss. So now it was time for him to put this concept of free to the test. So at a small table, he decreased the price of each of the candies by the exact same amount. So both of them he lowered by a penny. So the price difference is the same. So now the lint chocolate truffle is 14 cents, and the Hershey Kiss was free. So I'm going to ask, and you don't have to know the right answer, but can you guess what happened? Well, I would guess that everybody took the free kisses. Yeah, you're exactly right. Only 30% of the people who stopped by bought the truffle. 75, 70% took the free Hershey Kiss, which is almost the exact opposite of what had just happened. But the price differences were exactly the same. So here's the thing. In every transaction, there's an upside and a downside, right? You have to give up something to gain something else. So to get the lint chocolate truffle, you have to give it 15 cents to enjoy the wonderful taste. But when something's free, there is no downside. You don't have to give up anything. And so in economics, they call that the penny gap. So generally, supply and demand works, right? The more expensive something is, the fewer you sell and, and vice versa. But the equation completely changes when something's free. A much larger proportion of people will take it for free um, because there's no cost to them. There's no downside. And that's what we want to tap into by having a free offer, even if it's worth money and people would pay for it because, like you said, it's such a high quality. It's irresistible and people will give it a taste test because it's free. Mm, that is really an interesting study and I've never heard of it, but it was it, uh, it it makes a lot of sense too because when something's free, you don't have to pull out your wallet. You don't have to, you know what I mean? It's just so much so much easier. Like you said, there's simply not a downside to it. All I can see is this benefiting me, and that's all I can see. Why wouldn't I do? Yeah. It? <laughs> right. Yeah. And so we do. We want to lower the barrier of entry to entering a relationship with us to make it as low as humanly possible. And it's hard to get too much lower than free. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So let's talk then about what are some of the components of an irresistible free offer. Okay. Well, the first one is, and you mentioned this, um, is that you have to make it really valuable. So your website is your visitor's first impression of you, but your free offer is going to be the real taste test. So you want it to be good so that they'll come back for more. Um, something like you said, so valuable that they think, wow, I would have paid for this. And then I also think it's a real win if they walk away and say to themselves, wow, if this is the quality of what she's giving away for free, I can't imagine what it'd be like for her paid products or services. Uh, yeah. And and this is a really important uh, point. I was doing some um, work this afternoon, and I came to a website of someone who's a very high-quality and everything she does, but the photo, the first photo I saw was not good. And it just I just thought, oh, my goodness, this doesn't line up with how she does everything. It wasn't a true picture of the quality that she usually gives. And I think it's really important when you're choosing this free gift that the quality 
is really like everything else you do, the best you can do, like as if it were put out by a New York publisher or whatever it is that, you know, your standard is, you want your free gift to be of that caliber. Yes, absolutely. And I and I don't know if you if you're like me, but if you've kind of downloaded other people's free offers over the years, but I, but I'm just curious, Marty, what kind of things do you like to give up your name and email address for? Yeah, it's it's less and less, isn't it? Um, I I don't hardly do it anymore, even for free. <laughs> I'm very wow. very fussy. So um, yeah. I, it has to be something that is a direct hit for what I was researching. And this is how people typically will find you anyway. They're doing, they're scrolling around the web, they're looking at Google, they're trying to find the answer to the question that they have right now. And if they get to your site and you are answering that question on your site, then I'm most likely to tap in and see what you've got for free and then possibly go forward from there. But yeah, I I used to get so I used to always go for the free things and now it's much more selective. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is too bad. Um and it, it is harder and harder I think in this kind of noisy world to get people's attention and to get them to, to see the quality of what we have by giving it a trial run and so it does have to be, I think, really high quality and, and very valuable to them. And sometimes you were talking about going to this website and the picture wasn't high quality. I still go to people's websites and it says, sign up for my free newsletter here. And I think, wow, you know, back when the Internet was first started, you could do that and people would be eager to get your newsletter, but now we all get so many um, that yeah. it's just not that interesting to us. We really have to have that added incentive, I think, to give it a try. Yeah, and I was going to say, too, I typically don't, like if somebody's offering their book for free, like a 240-page book, I typically don't do that unless that's what I really wanted, then I do. But otherwise, if you give me something short and something very actionable on the topic that I'm interested in, that's going to trigger me more than something that's going to take me two hours, you know, or four hours to get through. That beautiful because that plays right into my second component. You did that. You, okay, you great. lined that up really good. Okay, um, good. Yeah, it, it it needs to be right sized. Um, so if I go through McDonald's drive-through on the way home from work, I'm I'm going to get full. And so even if a steak dinner is waiting for me when I enter the door at home, I'm not going to be interested because I don't have room for more food. So on one end of the spectrum, we have to remember when we put together a free offer, you don't want it to be so complete that your visitor feels as if they don't need any more. So if you did download that 240-page book and you read it, you don't need that author services anymore. You've got the book. You got it all for free. And so you're still not in a relationship with them, and they don't have the opportunity to, you know, add more value to your life. So you don't want it to be so complete and huge that it overwhelms people. You want it to be relevant and compelling, but don't give away the store. And then along those lines, more and more people these days are turning down the more complex, I think, free offers. Up until probably about a year ago, I had an ebook as my irresistible free offer, and I worked so hard on it. It was probably, it wasn't that long. It was 15 pages long, but it formatted it beautifully, very careful about the marketing information, spent who knows how long getting it up there. But people would download it and think, oh, wow, that's a lot of information. Maybe I'll get to that later. And never really right. took advantage of all that information that I had given them. Our lives are just so crazy busy. 
So what I've done is I switched to a, a simple list, but it's very high quality. It's 101 plus five-minute marketing ideas. So, you know, people don't have to read. It's not complex. They can just download and think, oh, I'll do number 99, and they can do it right away, and it's very accessible. And so we, we want it to be that kind of size, a quick win, very valuable, gives them a good feeling, and, and not so overwhelming that, yeah, that they're, they're, they're not even willing to give it a try. Hmm. I love that, and the example is perfect. The difference between how I feel about getting 101 quick marketing ideas or a 15-page ebook, the difference is huge. For one of them, I think I'll be able to scan this in a couple, three minutes and pick out anything that I think I haven't seen before or might work for me or what ideas you have, and I will smile at the thought that you took all that time to put that together for me, you know, and you're <laughs> accomplishing your goal very quickly. Whereas the 15-page um, ebook, unless it's exactly what I was just going to buy a book about, you know, probably not. Yep, I agree with you 100% there. Yeah, yeah, good. And it's interesting how even just the titles created an emotional reaction in you. Mm-hmm. It did. It did. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I was thinking, okay, so we own a restaurant, and we're bring, we just brought in a new pizza crust, a, a rustic, a Fontanini rustic pizza crust, which is just fantastic. It's so delicious. But we have been giving out samples. So what do you think we give out for free samples? A whole pizza or a little piece of a pizza? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know, I That's mean, great. the principle just works. The principle works. <laughs> if you want to make it sound great, irresistible, got to try it. But then when the people get done tasting it, they're like, yeah, I think I want a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like Baskin Robbins with their pink spoon. Yeah, absolutely. It's just enough to get you to buy more ice cream, but but you're not walking away full. Yeah, so that. Right. And of course, for different niches, that's really going to mean different things. I've seen authors give away the first chapter of their book, um, and so if you're really right. interested in their right. topic, that might be the right size for people. Um, you know, so there's there's all kinds of different ways to go about it, but. And I do think, just as you were talking, it's important to kind of test it out on some trusted friends and family or people in our niche to to he- hear back from them. What does this provoke in you? You know, what do you think? Because sometimes we get it wrong. Well, and I think an easy way to do that is to just write down two or three or maybe even four examples and say, I'm thinking of giving these these away right here. If I offered you any of these for free right now, which one would you take? If you could only take one, which one would you take? And you'll be able to oh, get yeah. some pretty pretty good feedback right in that moment. Well, this is Marty Swedberg. We're visiting today with our guest, Kim Avery of KimAveryCoaching.com. We're going to come right back and talk about some more components of an irresistible free offer and the five steps for creating your own. We'll be right back. Womenspeakers.com is the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,700 women speakers from every experience level, denomination, and fee range, some near you. Visit Womenspeakers.com to find the perfect speaker for your next event or to get training to be a speaker, author, or media personality. All training and connections occur online anytime you have time. Find a speaker, add a speaker, or become a speaker at www.womenspeakers.com. Do you lead a women's Bible study or know someone who does? Check out BibleStudyExpo.com. That's www.BibleStudyExpo.com. Here you'll meet the authors of the most recently released Bible study books for women. You'll meet Liz Curtis-Higgs, 
Lisa Bevere, Pam Farrell, Elisa Morgan, and dozens of other Bible study book authors. Each author is given 15 minutes to share the story behind her book, her ideal audience, and a little bit about the study's format so you can decide which Bible studies you want to introduce next. It's all available to you free and online at www.biblestudyexpo.com. That's www.biblestudyexpo.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie Swedberg visiting today with our guest, Kim Avery of KimAveryCoaching.com. We're talking about how to create an irresistible free offer. And uh, so far we've talked about that it needs to be obviously valuable. It needs to be right-sized, maybe (laughs) bite-sized. And what is is next, Kim? (laughs) All right, so number three, and it's going to, bear with me for a minute, it's going to sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but it needs to be easy to create. So even though it's valuable, um, I think people who are serving in a niche, they have a website up, they they know so much more than they think they know. It's mm-hmm. not as if they have mm-hmm. to go back and reinvent the wheel. They probably have written previous blog posts or articles, maybe given a speech or two about really valuable things. So they've got some of this information there. It's simply a matter of taking some dedicated time, maybe a few hours each day over the course of a week or maybe one full day, pulling that together into that right-sized but valuable product. So it could be a top 10 list, a toolkit of your favorite resources, a free chapter of your book, um, a short series of video tips, maybe five that comes one day a week for, you know, five days, maybe a list of encouraging scriptures, make it attractive, make it very professional. But, you know, there's a principle I talk about with my clients, which is PPP, which is Perfectionism Prevents Progress. So better to get something out there right away, do the best you can, and realize it's so easy to swap it out later if you want to up your game or you realize it's not exactly what you wanted. Absolutely. I was listening, or I was being interviewed, I guess, on a different program uh, last weekend. They asked me, what was my customers to people? And I just said, whenever you get feedback from somebody, that's your new work ticket. So let's say that you put out an irresistible free offer, and somebody feeds back that this wasn't what they expected, uh-oh, you better take a good look at that again then. Or somebody feeds back to you that, um, that, that your, list, your list was perfect for them. Great. Okay, now you know that you're on track. And you can actually use feedback, especially if you will post it, post it first to your friends at Facebook or whichever uh, website you normally use. I, I like to use Facebook for testing stuff like this. Just pitch it out there and say, you know, give me some feedback on this, and people actually will. They will give you feedback, and then you can tweak it to get it just right and then stick it out there. So I, I love that. I think it, and I agree with you totally that a lot of times we make way more work for ourselves than is necessary if we just sit back and say, okay, God, what is it that I already know that I've already done that could work for this? A lot of times just by tweaking something a little bit, we have the perfect offer right there. Exactly. Cool. What's another one? Okay. So number four in our list of five is um, make sure it's remote control. Um, So the the whole beauty of a free offer is that you can be building relationships and getting permission to stay in touch with people while you're at a movie, while you're sleeping, while you're out eating your pizza crust at your restaurant, those kinds of things. We don't want it to take any more of your valuable time because your valuable time needs to be servicing and working with these paying customers that you're going to get. 
And so make sure it's not a physical product that you would actually have to mail out. Make sure it's completely digital, such as a PDF file or an MP3, MP4. And then you, what you do, if people are unaware of that, you can just sign up for one of those newsletter services like MailChimp, which is completely free to start with, or Constant Contact, AWeber, um, and upload your free offer there, and people can sign up. It will be delivered to their email box. The whole thing will happen without you ever interfering with it again or needing to pay attention to it again. You'll just get notices in your email box, oh, two people just signed up for your free offer. And that's all the attention you ever have to pay for it from the day you get it done. So make sure it's a remote control product. Yeah, absolutely. And I, if you don't know how to use autoresponders, that's something that would be worth your time to learn so that uh, you can set it up so not only will it send them the free gift, but then it can do a follow-up and make sure that they got it and that, you know, you attach it again. And then uh, if you want permission to send them your uh, email updates, like for me, when people register with me for anything, they get the morning minute every every week, either Tuesday or Wednesday, and that tells them like what training we're doing, like the one today, and what other programs are coming up, what things are available to them. And you want to be able to keep in touch with these people that register with you once. And so having it on autopilot. The other thing is, Kim, I think right now, if I registered for something at a site and I didn't get it within like a minute uh, in my email <laughs> bin, surprise. It would really surprise me if somebody had to actually manually do that. Um, it's just not the norm at all. And so you need to figure out how to get this on autopilot. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, isn't it funny how a minute can seem like a really long time? I'm like you. I click right off the website and I want it in my inbox or at least my junk mail. A lot of times you do have to check junk <laughs> mail. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What's the, what's the last one? Um, the last one is you want it to be niche related. And and actually, when we get to the five steps, I'm going to expand on this one a little bit. But just for our purposes right now, it's in an effort to save time and money, I've I've had clients and people think, oh, I know that my niche is helping parents have better relationships with their teen, but I have this great article I wrote a long time ago on time management, so I think I'll just use that for my free offer. And as tempting as that is to pull on assets you already have, as as you were saying earlier, Marnie, people – Unless it meets a specific problem they have at that minute, one, they're not going to sign up for it. And number two, the whole point is to show them that you have valuable things to give in this area, whatever area you serve in. And so it really doesn't benefit you to be seen as an expert in some tangential thing. You want to really stay on point with it. Mm, Absolutely. And people really are coming to you looking for something in particular. They aren't looking for general uh, life, you know, tips unless that's, you know, what your niche is. But most most of us have a niche that we're really specific, and this is what we need to keep focused on. Love that, love that. So what are the five steps for creating a free offer? Okay. So the first one is exactly what we were talking about, identify the problem. So it needs to be um, address a burning issue that your potential clients face. I like to think about it of, you know, what's keeping them awake at night, really top of mind. When they wake up at 2 in the morning, what is it they're thinking about? Um, Some other questions you might ask yourself are, what obstacles do they regularly encounter? Maybe you could help chip away at one of those. Um, What are some things that would really make their life radically easier? Perhaps one of those would help. Um, you know, just those, but I think pain points actually are more popular, helping relieve pain points 
uh, with free offers and even moving people to a place of pleasure, we're, we're all pretty excited to relieve our pain. So I think if you take that top burning problem they have and find out what it is, um, that's probably a good thing to address with your free offer. Yeah. I was thinking how silly it would be to try to give away a report, how to enjoy a beautiful sunny day. <laughs> because people don't have any trouble. <laughs> but now how do you how do you get through or what do you do immediately after your house is burned down now that's that's the kind of uh, article that somebody would be looking for my house is burned down what are the step-by-step things i have to do right now and who can help me to do this better you know and that's what we're looking for we're looking for what what we're in pain about right now absolutely and that's when you're doing your free offer when you're building your website the whole thing you want to be including those keywords for the solution you're providing. You want to have that everywhere, everywhere, so that people actually can find you when they're in the situation that you can help them with. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Marnie, one of the things I've learned to do, again, is not guess because I've guessed wrong too many times, but to do a little bit of market research. So, again, I interview people in my niche. You know, I, I go out on Facebook like you do and say, I'd love to find 10 people who are struggling with blah, 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 blah. Could I have 20 minutes of your time? And in exchange, I'll give you a free coaching session at some point in time, you know, when that will be beneficial. People sign up in minutes. They're so generous. It's a wonderful thing. So I do ask them these questions, but to your point, one of the questions I've learned to ask is, if you do wake up thinking about this at 2 in the morning and you go to your computer, what do you type into the Google mm-hmm. search bar? Um, I want to know exactly how they describe their problem, not what words I use. So what happens is people will say something like, I want to know where to go to divorce my kids. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And then I design a free offer on how to be a perfect parent in trying times. Well, that's not what they're typing into the search bar. You know, they're right. typing in but, other keywords, and so it's important that I use their language back with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The keyword, the keywords are so critical, and you know, even with like your example of the free offer earlier, how you phrase that it can make or break the offer. Same exact content, but how you phrase what you're giving away can really make a, a big difference. So number one to create your free offer then is to identify the problem. Very clearly identify the problem that you are trying to solve. Yeah, good. All right, so here's number two. This seems really obvious. Offer a solution. So your free offer is going to offer a solution. And I think a lot of us get overwhelmed at this point because For example, if my niche is helping Christian coaches market their businesses, I mean, please, people might hire me for months. How can I offer the solution um, in a free offer? And so there's a couple things to keep in mind with this. One, just take one small sliver, hopefully a very important sliver, of this bigger problem. So in terms of parenting, it might be, you know, um, top ten phrases to say to your teen to avoid conflict. So you don't address the whole parenting issue. You, you just talk about one specific thing. The other thing I think that I had a lot of problem with, Marnie, and some of my clients do, being people of integrity and wanting to always do the right thing, um, there seems to be this unconscious pressure like, oh, wow, I've got to come up with 10 unique tips about how to handle conflict with my teen that nobody in the world has ever thought of before. So it's uniquely my content. 
Well, good luck with that, right? No wonder people get paralyzed. And as Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. The way to remember this about ideas and principles, God's principles are timeless, and they're never going to change. What benefits our audience is the way we say them with our voice, our words, through our experience, our examples. That's what you're bringing to the table that nobody else has. Is it okay that your tips have similar content to other people's out there? How could it not? If they're the top ten tips, it's good stuff and everybody's using it. Oh, that's so important, so important. And I was thinking when you were talking about taking a sliver of the bigger problem, one of the ways to think about this is if you if you are the author of a book, look at the appendices. A lot of times the information you have in an appendix is perfect for a free giveaway because it's kind of it's it's peripheral except yet it's really important to the message. And so it's the kind of data that people want to grab and run with. And so an appendix or that kind of a concept is good. And I, I totally agree with you. That that could be really debilitating if you think you have to be absolutely original. And that was the verse that really helped me get past that in my own life, Kim, was that Solomon said there is nothing new under the sun. There is going to be nothing new under the sun. I always say unique. You are unique. And the reason you, listener, Kim, me, the reason we're here is because the world needs us right now, how we would see it, how we would say it, what we have learned in our lives and how to put that together with other information that's already been given to us in some form or fashion. So absolutely, go out and share what's in your heart. And uh, we're going to come right back and just a little bit more, Kim, about the five steps for creating your free offer. We'll be right back. What's your next step? Are you tired of scouring the Internet to find the training you need to take you from where you are today to where you want to be? Stop searching and start moving towards your goals with over 150 targeted training modules available to you at Marnie.com. You can learn how to speak, how to write, how to get published, how to get media coverage, and so much more, all available at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. Christian Women's Events. At womensevents.info, you can find events to attend. Learn how to plan amazing events for your group or publicize your own upcoming Christian women's events. It's all available to you at womensevents.info. Just click your state to find all the major women's events coming to your area or type in the month and year you'd like to attend an event to see all your options nationwide. It's that easy. If you want to promote an event, just click Add Event. Event publicity is available on a per-event basis or free to members. Finally, if you want to learn how to host awesome events, retreats, and well-attended conferences, click Event Planner Training. Once again, it's available a la carte or included in the membership. It's all online and here for you 24-7 anytime you have time at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marnie Swebberg. We're talking today about how to create an irresistible free offer. Our guest is Kim Avery of KimAveryCoaching.com. Kim, let's go ahead and finish off. We're about halfway through the steps to creating a free offer. We've already talked about identifying the problem and offering a solution. So what's number three? Okay, so number three is choose a format. So it's time to decide how to present your information. Um, And so I think there's a couple things to consider around this. One is think about your strengths. 
Obviously, you want to present yourself in your best possible light, so you want to use a format that plays to your strengths. So if you're not good on camera, making a video is probably not the best way to go, etc. Secondly, um, it's important to ask yourself how your target market likes to receive information. For example, if they're technically challenged, not necessarily very savvy with a computer, Asking them to download an MP3 is not going to be a good decision. Remember, we're trying to keep the barrier to starting and building this relationship with them as low as possible. And so I wanted to just quickly, Marnie, go through 10 different formats that people could choose. I'm sure there's more, but I wanted to jumpstart their thinking today so they're not just scratching their heads and doing this in a vacuum. So is that all right? Yeah, love it. Okay, good. So the first one is a special report which is just probably a PDF full of information. There's so much information available today that it literally paralyzes people and prevents them from taking action. So compile just the relevant facts about one of these problems, filter it down, boil it down to its essence for them, write a report, and they'll love you for it. Second, I want to just interject here just a second. I have reports that I've, I've printed out over the years that I've kept for years, just like a one-sheeter or even sometimes, you know, a multiple-page report on a certain topic that's of interest to me that has lasting value. I still have those, Kim, that people have given to me for free. And this is what we're talking about. When you give something away that's truly valuable, you've done taken the time to put something together valuable, people will maybe even keep it for years and keep your name and contact information with it for years. I love that. That's an exciting thought. So if you want 101 marketing gifts, Marty, I can send you somewhere and you can print it out and keep it for years, right? I'm on my way. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The second format I wanted to suggest was an e-course, which sounds complicated, but what it is is just taking this information, whatever information you want to share, and dividing it up so that 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 autoresponder that you talked about earlier, Marnie, delivers it to them not all at once, but maybe, you know, one day of a week for an entire week. So maybe five different tips, top five tips for something. I think the beauty of this is that for five days they're thinking of you. It's not just that first time they get the download of the Mm -hmm. free information, but you keep showing up in their email box, and that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yep. Okay, uh, after that is one of my favorites, and I've mentioned it several times. So just a top ten list. So just think through. Um, all you have to do is bullet them out and then maybe write a sentence or two after each one. And, again, it may be three or four hours to write it and some time to compile it, make it look really nice design-wise. But that's always an easy one. Here's a fun one, though, that most people don't think about. You could do an audio interview. So if you're in your niche, you could interview a semi-famous person or maybe a famous person if you know them in your niche, and your listeners will really want to hear what that person has to say. So because they're a big name in that niche, they're going to be a draw. And so people may want to download the recording and think how easy that is for you to create. You just have to sit there and have a conversation, much like we're having right now, Marnie, um, and just record it and make it available for people. Absolutely, either on the phone, in person, on Skype, wherever. Yeah. Yeah, it's, technology makes so many things possible these days. Um, you could do the same thing if you've ever taught a teleseminar or a webinar online and you've recorded it. You could just take that and use it as your free offer or, because it's a little big, maybe even break down and just pull out certain sections and use that, which leads us to the idea of video. 
Um, so sometimes prospects need to learn how to do something, and you can demonstrate a skill showing that on video and highlighting your expertise, or even just that basic talking head video. I think people can really relate and start to form a bond with you if they don't just hear you, but they see you. Um, and again, videos. I don't know about you, Marnie, but all I have to do now is turn on my MacBook Pro camera and take a video, and it's, it's all done within five minutes on my computer. It's amazing. Yeah, video and and video does have this extra benefit of them being able to see you, not just hear you, but actually see you. And it does, you know, so many people have videos out now. You don't have to worry about being um, a model or, you know, uh, you know, so beautiful or perfect. Uh, it's okay. People really do want to see what you look like. Yeah, that's that's a fun point about video because that's what the research has shown that if you get overly professional with the video, people don't trust it. Um, they actually have a, a, a closer bond and the trust factor is higher if they can tell you've, you've done a good job, but you've done it by yourself. So it really is okay just to be yourself with the video. Um, <laughs> I just, love that. Just some other quick ideas to make sure I get them in are you could make a checklist. So if they need to solve a problem, for if you're a parenting coach, maybe you'd make a checklist of important facts to leave with a babysitter, something like that. You could make a how-to guide if there's some sort of step-by-step process that addresses a major concern. Um, you could, and you mentioned this earlier, Marnie, you could answer common questions. So if you tend to get asked the same questions again and again, I think that's a real tip-off that that's important to the people in your niche and they're interested in that. And then the last one's a free kit. You could actually pull together a couple of these, you know, a video, a short checklist, and maybe a top ten list and, and put together a whole toolkit for somebody on one certain topic. Um, so just some different formats people can choose from. Love that. Those are all really great ideas. And uh, you guys, if you're just joining us now, you'll want to go back and catch the beginning of this program. But she was just listing off some different types of uh, formats that you can give away your irresistible free product in. Okay, so let's go ahead to number four of the five steps to create it. So now we have our format. All right, number four is one of those that sounds obvious but easily overlooked. Here we go. Create the time. If you're like most busy professionals, creating a free giveaway seems to stay at the bottom of people's to-do list. But it's so important to start those relationships and build that know, like, and trust factor. And so to make that happen, you have got to make it a priority. So you need to go a week, two weeks out, whatever it is, on your calendar and block off that three or four hours and say, you know, it's one and done. I only need to do it one time. And it's important that I make my website work for me. And so I'm going to spend the time to make this free offer. I want to interject my prioritization calculator right here again for you guys who haven't heard it for a while. Um, it is results divided by investment equals priority. And so I'll say it again. Results divided by investment equal priority. And when you're talking about something that's going to be on autopilot once you get it done, the results are huge. You have this ongoing thing that is going to keep on generating leads for you and new friends and new sales for you that you do one time and then it's just working in the background there. So the results of this one are huge. The investment isn't too huge. So it needs to be a high priority for you. And when you're not sure about that, just use that uh, calculator. Results divided by investment equals priority. This one's, this one's really important. Mm, I love that. That's great. Thank you for that. That's beautiful. So, All right, number five. And, again, we've touched on it lightly before. Test market it. Go ahead and send it out to five 
five to ten people in your niche and get that feedback on what you can do to improve it. i got to tell you, Marty, for me, this is hard, not because I don't like feedback, because I really love feedback, but sometimes when I'm done with something, I'm just done with it. <laughs> I'm tired of messing with it. But I've learned over the years that people have other perspectives that I just are blind spots for me. Um, and I may have overlooked something really valuable I could have added or something that I thought was really clear and other people don't understand it at all. So it's just worth the time to run a quick test run before you put it up there on the website. This is so important. And it is, it's gotten easier because of social media. It's gotten very easy to just pitch out there. And like you said earlier, you know, you can say to people, you know, would you give me, you know, this much time and I'll trade you something for it. Or to just even say, anybody have a couple minutes to just read over this. I actually do this when I'm writing my books as well. I put out a section and I say, anybody want to edit this section for me? And I'll usually get a handful of people who will just take time right then in the middle of their day and edit the section and give me feedback. It's so powerful and it's just not difficult to do now. Wow, that's beautiful, that crowdsourcing. And I would think it would have the added effect of, uh, wetting their appetite for your book to come because they're like, oh, I'd like to read more of this. And so you're actually kind of pre-marketing your book before you ever get it done. Well, and you always want to remember that anticipation is worth a ton more than the actual event. So you you want to really be <laughs> building your anticipation uh, for everything you're doing. That's, that's why the pre-promotion of events starts, you know, maybe sometimes even six months out. You're promoting, 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 promoting. And and a lot of times the anticipation is really a lot bigger deal for people than the actual event itself, which is crazy, but that's how we're built. We're built to really love anticipation. And so it's true. It it all works together. And it, it allows us to do that important thing of actually having extra eyes on it before we publish it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Awesome. So, well, all right. Go ahead and talk. Well, you know what? Um, let's go ahead and take a quick break. But then we're going to come back and talk about how to promote your irresistible free offer. So we'll be right back. Money troubles got you down? Visit www.godlywealth.com to discover the fastest way to financial peace. You'll gain perspective, biblical training, and clear direction to help you move from terrified to triumphant. It's all free and available to you online at www.godlywealth.com. Not only will you learn a balanced, godly perspective about money, but you'll also enjoy scripture set to music, a wealth roster worksheet, and much more, all free and online at www.godlywealth.com. That's www.godlywealth.com. Welcome back. This is Marty Swedberg. Our guest today, Kim Avery, is sharing with us how to create an irresistible free offer. And if you are just joining us, you'll want to go back and catch the great content that we've had already in this hour. Kim, let's go ahead and right now and talk about how to promote the offer. So now we've got it. We know what format it's in. We know what we're going to do. We've made the time to do it. We've test marketed it, and it's ready to roll. So now what? Oh, it's an exciting moment. Okay, so now it's time to let people know it's there. Uh, Websites used to be maybe a way to do a little bit of proactive marketing, but these days, a lot of times the only people who are going to go to the website are people you send there. Um, And so we do have to take some time to get the word out. So let's talk about the website first, because that's basically where your free offer 
you know, offer, your advertisement or whatever, is going to live. And what research has shown is that with eye tracking studies, Marnie, is that people's eyes are most likely to go to the top right-hand corner of a page first when they're looking at the computer. And so that's the most valuable research real estate on your website and on your homepage. Well, really all your pages. And so for me, that's a perfect place to put your free offer because more than any other action that I want somebody to take on my website, I just want them to let me build a relationship with them and show them the value that I have to offer. So that's where I would put it. And the other thing I think to remember, and you all have probably seen this before, try to make a pictorial representation of your free offer. So words alone saying, get my free toolkit, or get these videos, or get my ebook, aren't nearly as powerful as if you go to a website or go on Fiverr.com and have somebody make it look like a real book or make it look like it's in a TV, so it looks like a video. And they've shown that your free offer will convert maybe three to four times as much simply because you spent that $5 on Fiverr getting that visual representation. So make it look good. Dress it up nicely. Um, mm, but other than that, let's, go back, let's, let's go back, though, for anybody who's listening and you don't know what she's saying, she's saying Fiverr.com, and that's S-I-V-E-R-R.com at this site. Uh, individual artisans and uh, uh, freelancers offer you services for five bucks a shot, and sometimes it's five bucks plus five bucks plus five bucks. But still, um, whatever you're getting there is an amazing deal. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Like to get a logo, typically a logo is going to cost you several hundred dollars. They'll do it at Fiverr for five bucks, and maybe send you, you know, five samples, and then you work with them until you get it tweaked out to the one that you want. Maybe you spend twenty-five bucks total or something. I mean, it's amazing. So what she's talking about is that they can take your idea and turn it into a picture for you. Perfect. I love Fiverr. They, I think it's, though, it can be a black hole. Don't go on there and never be seen again. <laughs> it's amazing what people will do for $5. <laughs> it is incredible. It's incredible. I just love it, too. Yeah. It's okay. fun. All right. So just some other thoughts on promoting. Let your people know on social media. So whether you're on LinkedIn, on Facebook, make sure you post a link to it. Post that picture that you just had made on Fiverr.com. Tell them the benefits of, um, you know, your free offer and what they're going to get. At the end of each of your blog posts, often websites have plugins. I know I was able to get a plug-in from Thrive Leads, I think, but there's so many out there that I can add to my website so that at the every end of each blog post, people can see that they can sign up for my free offer. Because here's the thing, Marnie, people don't always land on the home page of our website. Sometimes they've right. Googled those keywords, those important keywords, and landed on just a bl- one blog article or something we've done, and we want to make sure they have that invitation. Um, if you write articles for other people, you'll be given a chance to put it in an author attribution box at the very bottom, just a little bio about yourself, and they'll usually let you have at least one live link in that attribution box. And so you can say, and make sure you stop up my website at whatever to pick up this wonderful checklist that will help you do whatever. Um, I keep my free offer in my email signature line. I was able to put a little picture in my Outlook and you know my signature line so that every time I send an email to anyone, there's an opportunity and an invitation for people to sign up for those uh, free offers. 
And then I think we need to remember there's also those offline opportunities. So you might be at networking events, speaking engagements, things like that. No reason in the world not to say, hey, would you like a copy of my free offer? Do I have your permission to sign you up to get that and my newsletter? And people are usually pretty excited about that. And so just, again, another way for it to get visibility and get some traction with it. Mm, absolutely. And if you are doing live events, you do want to offer something for free there also. Again, you've already developed this relationship with them. They've already even seen you, possibly touched you. And uh, to, to just be able to ask them for their email address by offering them something for free, whether it's the notes. You know, a lot of times when I go speak, I actually offer the PowerPoint notes of the, the talk I just gave, uh, really mm-hmm. specific to that audience. But having this free offer in place makes it possible no matter when you have the opportunity to do it any time. I love that, love that. So, Let's go ahead and talk about the ways to follow up then. So you've got their email address now. What's next? Yeah, so this is really important. You just don't want to drop the ball here because what you've done, it's almost as if you've taken somebody on a first date. You know, you've met them, you've gotten to know them, you had that first date, you all really liked each other. But what would happen if they never heard from you again? What that was was that introduction to this relationship so you can show the value you have to offer. And so it's not complicated, but there's two different ways or a combination that you can follow up. The first is that they arrive just – they automatically appear on your monthly newsletter list. You've set that up with your autoresponder company, whoever that is, and you send out your newsletter once or twice a month. And so they're just going to stay in touch with you that way. It's low-key, it's friendly, and I'm a big, big believer in what I call generosity marketing. Use your newsletter to add value to people's lives, not to sell. Occasionally, you may want to let them know what you have to offer, but it's not about sell, sell, sell. It's about give, give, give. That's the important Mm -hmm. thing. So do that in your newsletter. And then the second way is people do this is instead of just a monthly newsletter list, they kind of have a targeted series, short series maybe of three emails that they've pre-written one time explaining what they do or adding more value to their life. And they catch base with them maybe after two days and five days and ten days, something like that. But they're just very targeted to whatever the free offer was about. So just continuing to add value after that. So either one of those two ways should be just a great way to start following up and, and building that relationship. Absolutely. And what's what's great is that people are able to determine how much they want to see you. Um, they can they can either like remove themselves from your list if they want to do that or a lot of times like for me I'll have people that are sending me newsletters I actually sort them into a file that I don't see when they come in but I have anytime I, I have time or want to go look um look at that stuff sometimes they go into the other categories there's some different categories like now at, at Google where there's categories for social or promotions and they maybe don't open them every time, but you're still there. You're on the radar, which is the most important thing, is that when they want you, when they want to find you, they can. The worst thing, and I, I work with so many speakers, and the worst thing that can happen to you is that somebody remembers you, but can't remember your name and go and they can't find you. <laughs> that is so sad because you worked so hard originally to get their attention and to help them to get to know you and, and to actually, you know, let them know what you offered and you felt too like they, they could use what you offered and then now they now is the time they need it and they can't find you. And so this is really, from my perspective, the most important thing of capturing the email is to make sure that at the point when they actually need you, 
you can be found. Absolutely. And really, I I don't think I ever get more inquiries about my services or different things that I do than the day I send out my once-a-month newsletter. It's not like people have been waiting. It's they've either forgotten my name, forgotten my email address, or just, you know, thought, oh, yeah, I was going to follow up and do that. And so it's just that gentle reminder that you're there to help them when and if they need it. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the other important reason why you're using keywords and are selecting a niche, so that people can actually remember that you're the, you know, you're the fix-it girl or you're the, you know, you're mm-hmm. the uh, marketing, the coach marketer girl or whatever so that people can actually remember who you are, what you do, and then how to find you afterwards. That's so great. Well, this hour has just flown by, Kim, and I want to just give maybe a question for you. Do you have like a theme birth for life or maybe a favorite passage in the Bible that you just go back to over and over and over? <laughs> I do. My my parents put it in the Bible when I got baptized as a child, which was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust mm-hmm. in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And, you know, I know it sounds like what would that have to do with marketing, but it really has to do with everything in life. I think if I'm yes. generous with people and I add value, I can trust the Lord that he's going to take care of my business and bring me the clients I need. And so it really applies to all areas of my life. And so I do like to remind myself of it fairly frequently. That's awesome. And that's such a great verse, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Kim, uh, your website is kimaverycoaching.com. If somebody goes over there, what will they find? Well, hopefully they're going to find an irresistible free offer. <laughs> so maybe maybe they'll, they'll get a sense of how that works by signing up for that. But above and beyond that, um, I'm just passionate about helping Christian coaches or other really you know, service entrepreneurs succeed at what God's called them to do. God, people have such a passion to serve and to love others, but your clients can't be served if they don't know you're there. And so if there's any way I can help you bridge that gap, I've got lots of free things there blog articles and videos and tips and people can hopefully just learn ways to connect more deeply with their audience Hmm. one of the things i was going to ask you about is in your blog do you actually use at the end of the blog post if we went over and looked at your site would we actually find an illustration of using the thrive leads or uh, what do you use at the end of the blog post (laughs) at the end of every blog post okay and that's over at kim averycoaching.com. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time and your expertise. You've shared such great information with us today. Thank you. It was wonderful to be here, and I'm, I'm excited and hopeful that people will yeah, be able to reach out and connect with more people. Absolutely. Well, and thank you all for being here. Uh, you can't have a show without listeners, and you guys are so faithful to come live every week and Uh, So many of you come live that we're almost always, like today again, on the front page of Blog Talk Radio while we're live. Thank you for that patronage and for your partnership here with us. And also for those of you who listen to the archives at the syndicate stations and over at iTunes and then in the membership program later, thank you to you. Uh, We can't do ministry or life alone. And so you are my partners, you are my friends, and I just thank you for supporting what we're doing here and and, uh, love hearing from you also. Guys, have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.